a quick timeout to talk about pursuing a career in coaching. Joining us today is Coach Tyler Lewis. For those of you who don't know Tyler, he's currently the Director of Operations at Elon College, a member school of the Colonial Athletic Association. I first crossed paths with Tyler several years ago when he was a member of the staff at Furman University here in Greenville, South Carolina. This interview was really enjoyable for me. Being from the Raleigh area, I've kept up with Tyler's career since he was in high school. I know since this is a podcast, there's no pictures, but when you go to look Tyler up, I have a feeling a lot of you are going to recognize him. He's a humble guy who's worked hard to get where he is. I personally think the sky is the limit for him as far as coaching goes, and I think you're really going to enjoy this interview with Coach Tyler Lewis. Tyler, really appreciate you taking the time to come on today. I appreciate you having me. I look forward to this. Uh, Can you give me like a 60-second basketball card bio of who you are, where you've been, and what you've been doing? Ooh, 60 seconds. All right, here we go. I I started basketball probably around the age of three. Grew up loving the game. Obviously, my dad, my brother, they put the ball in in my hands at an early age. I had the ability to play at Forsyth Country Day for three years in high school and Obviously made the um, jump to Oak Hill Academy for my senior year. That was a great move for me playing with Coach Smith and just a legendary coach and winning a national championship up there and putting me more on the national stage of becoming a McDonald's All-American. And then committed to NC State my junior year of high school and then spent two great years there and then made the jump to um, Butler University playing the Big East after my sophomore year. And then can you kind of talk about how you've made the jump now into coaching? For sure. Um, coaching is something that I always wanted to do. My goal and my dream has always been, always been to be a head Division One basketball coach. Just knowing that I had a lot of opportunities to go um, play professionally right after um, college and turn a lot of stuff, a lot of opportunities down to get right into coaching. Obviously, I think that's one of the hardest things I ever had to do is giving up the game of basketball playing-wise because obviously every time you're out there coaching, you're, you're always thinking like, man, what if I was still out there? Like, There's a lot of what ifs, but like, I really think it was the best move for me in my future. You talked about the different stops that you've had and how do you feel like each of those places prepared you? Maybe things that you picked up along the way. You talked about Coach Smith, the different coaches that you've worked for. You've worked for some really good coaches already in your young career. So what, what would you say you've picked up along the way that has helped you kind of prepare for that day that you have your own program? Yeah, well, in high school, I played with two great coaches. When I was at Forsyth Country Day, I played with Craig Dawson, who was a superb athlete as well. Um, Wake Forest, great. And then, obviously, at Oak Hill, playing for a Hall of Fame coach. And Steve Smith, just knowing that those two taught me a lot. They taught me how to really believe in yourself and really believe in your players from the coach's side of things. And just always just stay with them. Be hard on them, but just always care for them, love for them. I think that's what makes coach smith so special is like how much he loves his players because he has so much talent up there every year he's gonna have to he's one of the best at coaching talent and the one thing there's not a lot of egos like up there because he loves each person so much and then i think in college obviously playing with coach chris holtman he's just a phenomenal head coach this his x's and o's the way he interacts with his players his practices are by far i think some of the best practices I've ever been a part of just how well managed he is and how well he can coach his teams in different situations and the way he can manage different lineups looking back at it like senior year i started like my first 20 games and then all of a sudden he took me and keelan martin out of the lineup 
And at the time, obviously I was pissed off, but from a selfish standpoint, but he, he knew like that was probably the best thing for the team at the time. He's really good at like changing lineups and knowing when the best time to do that. And then, yeah, when I got into the coaches side of things, uh, I've been with three great head coaches so far. Richie's doing a phenomenal job. His, his offense down there at Furman is top notch and just learning from him was spectacular and just the way he obviously has made that program into what it is today. He's doing he's doing a tremendous job. Coach Dooley is at East Carolina, great guy, intense, but at the same time really caring as well. Um, he's one of the smartest guys I've ever been around with basketball. The way that he's able to get players to play so hard too and just live up to their potential and he gets the max maximum effort out of um, all the guys and makes each person reach their potential and go above and beyond their potential. And then right here at Elon, Coach Stragi was actually my individual coach at Butler my senior year. Love him to death. He's basically like a second father to me in a way, especially that year at Butler. He was just tremendous. The way he's just able to interact with all his players, able to run. He just he he's he really cares and he loves each and every one of those people of our players out there. I know that firsthand because when I was a senior at Butler, I never been so um, well connected, probably with one of my coaches, and he was—he's definitely the one that I probably put the closest coach in my life so far. You've been a part of enough staffs now to observe this and other guys, and you've been in the process yourself the last three years. But what characteristics are needed to be a valuable asset to a staff? Well, I think you got to be really, really humble in a way, really caring. You really got to know when to say the right things, when not to say the right things. Um, you got to learn to really, obviously, as a basketball player, as a player and a coach, you got to be able to put the team first. And obviously, we, we live in a world that's very self-driven. You think your way is the best way. And obviously, most of the time, your way is definitely not the best way. It's always nice to put the team, just putting the team first. And that's one thing when I made the transition to Butler University is just living up to that Butler way and just being able to um, put the team above self. I mean, it's much like the Butler way is so much more than just like a motto up there. It's like a lifestyle. And obviously, being up there and just studying like the whole Butler way, you realize like it's more than just basketball. You can actually like create all that stuff to your normal day life. I feel like that that's the kind of thing that becomes a part of you and kind of shapes the way that you even coach. Talked about like the Butler way, but have there been things along the way that you've picked up from those guys, things that you say or, you know, ideas that you have that you catch yourself kind of going back to your days playing that now you as a coach are communicating to them? Oh, for sure. I mean, just in life in general, I think you, you learn from not every coach is going to do it the way you want to do it, but a lot of coaches do it the right way too. Like they do it their way and their way is probably better. Than, like I said, better in your way. There's different ways to do it. Um, there's no really right way to do it. And I think that's, what's really cool. Like I've been on three staffs so far and obviously played for two coaches in um, college and in high school. And each coach does it different. Like there's no perfect way to do it. There's no right way to do it. Everybody's going to have their own individual style. And I think that's, what's cool about like basketball because you can, Obviously, you you're gonna steal stuff from the other coaches, but like at the same time, you're able to do it your way too once you reach it. A lot of people they see they were watching on ESPN and they see the coaches and they see them traveling to different places, the Maui Invitational, that kind of stuff. And so everything looks glamorous, but kind of pulling back the curtain a little bit. What is the hardest part of the job, and then what's the most rewarding part of the job? Well, the most rewarding part of the job, I'll start with that because obviously is seeing the players do well both on and off the court and just seeing like all that 
time that you put in with them and just seeing them do well. Obviously winning helps, but that's winning is just, that's not the reason why I got into coaching. I got into coaching to help young people reach their dreams too and be able to play influence in their life the way coaches have put influence in mine. And I think that's one of the reasons why I got into coaching because I want to be able to help the younger people in our world just become not only better basketball players, but better people. Mm -hmm. The probably hardest thing to do in our business is probably just being probably away from your family as much as you are. I mean, it takes, I mean, obviously there's so much stuff you got to do practice and, you know, travel and all that stuff. Just being away from your family. It's nice to have like such a close, like being closer to home now, being only an hour and 15 minutes away from home is really key for me and obviously it's playing a big role right now because I've been able to see my family a lot here lately. You bring up something that for me impacts me as well. I, I was just married about four years ago and I have two kids now. How, how do you balance the two of those? What does it look like for you to spend the appropriate time with your wife and, and then balance the basketball and feel like you're giving enough to both of those? My faith and my family will always come first. If basketball ever comes in the way of those two, then I'll, I'll, I'll have to figure it out. But you know what? I think that's the one good thing about being like was being a college athlete. You learn how to manage your time and you learn how to get stuff done. And that's one thing that really helped me out. And it's really helping me out here in um, the work field of being a coach is how am I going to manage my time? How, how am I going to make time? for my family, my wife, and then how am I also going to do the best job I can to make this program better? That's one thing that's obviously it played a toll on me at first because I'm a type of person who never wants to let anybody down. I'm just a people pleaser type of person. I'm always wanting to please everybody. And then it ends up hurting the people who I'm really closest to. In a statement or two, what's the best piece of advice that you can give someone who's young, who's wanting to get into coaching? Be yourself. Don't change. Work hard all the time. Even when nobody's watching, if you work hard, it will it will not go unnoticed. People are always watching. Tyler Lewis, Director of Operations for the Elon Phoenix. Coach Lewis, thanks so much for taking the time for us. No problem. Thanks. Just really quickly, if you haven't heard yet about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast to Spotify and Apple Podcasts and other platforms so your show actually gets heard. You can even make money from your podcast, no matter the size of your audience. It really is everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That'll do it for this episode. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to never miss an episode. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you again at the next time out.